All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Young Podcast. I am your host, Josh Robinson. This is Walker Kurt. And that's it. It's just the two of us. It's, <laughs> it's dim boys. Just it's the one two of, the, of us. I'm gonna try and get that like uh no I'm not I was gonna say I'm gonna try and get that music to be the intro with I feel like that would be copyright and for it'd be very very difficult for me to do very but, risky, risky. Uh, hey when we get more money you can bet whenever we yeah, do an episode we can, pay, the, we can pay that we, we can, can cover it. we can cut that check baby <laughs> big walker how we doing man first before we get into the show good. how we doing let's let's just banter a little bit I feel like our banter is pretty good we were doing some pre-show I'm banter doing- yeah, it was, I'm doing good, man. It, it was, was great. Uh, it was a pretty day. Yeah, it was a pretty day. Um, Gorgeous today is day. the one year anniversary of having my dog, uh, Lillian. So shout out to Lillian. Really? Hey, yeah, yeah. that's called foreshadowing because we're going to have a, a story at the tail end of the episode <laughs> that involves a dog not as endearing as one year anniversary. So that'll keep you interested yeah, until the end of the day. show. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good day. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Our, uh, the company I work for. Also, I believe your father works for, unless... Yes. Okay. I was 99% sure, <laughs> but hey, people come and people go. Uh, we, uh, in the accounting apartment, we had our, our year-end, I guess technically yesterday slash today, so it was a, a very busy day, and then it became a very not busy day, because I had a lot of stuff to do, and then once I finished that, I couldn't do anything else, so it is what it is. Sometimes so, you just get paid to chill. That's hey, no sometimes you get paid to chill. Some sometimes you get paid to like just work your butt off for several hours. <laughs> so it is what it is. You want to get into these stories, man? Yes, sir. Sounds good to me. All right, Walker, kick it off. All right. So in Egypt, um, the the beautiful country, the beautiful uh, I don't know what else to say. Wonderful place, I would assume. I've never been to Egypt. Would you, have you ever been to Egypt? I've never been to okay, Egypt. Okay, okay. The only time I've ever left the country is when I went with my church to Mexico. That's the only never time. Never been outside the country. Uh, out, well, I went to the Bahamas once. I don't know if you count that. Yeah, I mean, fun. technically I it is that, out of the country, technically speaking, but... Uh, A lot of Americans in there. It was all Americans there. It was the, <laughs> it was the, the natives selling us stuff, and then it was all Americans, so... <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, kicking it over to Egypt. <laughs> Anyways, the Suez Canal got clogged by a ship called the Evergreen, um, which is very interesting branding. I don't. Basically, it was a huge freaking cargo ship, right? And it blocked the Suez Canal, which is a very, very, very important like passage. It's for a passageway. Trading. Yeah, yeah. It's a, from Mediterranean to the um to the Gulf, and it's a great like it's. Very important for trading. Well, the alternative um, apparently about- is going around, like the all of Africa, like all of Africa, <laughs> or you can just cut yes. through the middle. So it's an either yeah. or. Very very good for yeah. trade. Yeah, and it was it was, I think it was made in eighteen. I think they started building it in eighteen fifty nine. They finished it in eighteen sixty nine, something like that. One point nice. three million workers. I know, right? Pretty. It's actually really cool. It's really really cool. I think canals are really cool and stuff like that, like the Panama Canal. Canals. It's amazing to watch. Are really cool to watch. Yeah. Canals, sneaky, very, very difficult to make. Sneaky, mm-hmm. very, very interesting if you're interested in any sort of like mass engineering projects. Because they just yes. completely, it's like they built a river. It's like yes. they man-made the, the Tennessee River, yeah. which is bananas. 
Yeah. So yeah, crazy, and they crazy, have crazy. Huge. They have huge freaking cargo ships go through there, and Evergreen is one of the world's like biggest cargo ships. It's the size um, of the Empire State Building. Exactly. That's freaking. Think about that. Like that's crazy, man. Um, but anyways, um, so I was reading and it was saying that allegedly there was a sandstorm and it kind of made the boat off filter, whatever, whatever. Right. And then obviously it hit into like a freaking dirt or mud, I guess, in the canal. And then it got stuck sideways and it was stuck like that for like five days. So that sucks. Um, and like you said earlier, everybody, well, not everybody, there are a lot of companies that decided to put a little bit more money and just have their ships go all around Africa. And I guess the long-term effects of it, I don't know if we'll really be able to tell, but maybe we will. I'm not really sure. Well, I heard, and this is just through the grapevine, I have done zero fact-checking. This is all like first-page mm-hmm. Twitter stuff. 10% mm-hmm. of the world's um, yeah uh, economy goes through the Suez Canal, and it's something yeah. like nine, it, it rounds up to 10 billion with a B, billion dollars yes. worth of um yes just economy i guess would be the the best yeah. way to say it uh 10 mm-hmm. billion dollars worth of stuff goes to and throw to and fro f- through the the suez canal every day yes and, it was, and that is crazy to think about and that's just i guess it shows how important it is that yeah things like that pretty important <laughs> pretty important <laughs> <laughs> they're like hey this is um, an amazing thing so long as something and we'll just say something bananas like later down the road in a hundred years people start building boats that take up the entire canal as long as one of those mm-hmm. doesn't get stuck we're great but we're never <laughs> going to be able to build boats that big so we're good yeah and, then, I know, that's so crazy. and i honestly i think i th- I just want to go back to how impressive it is that people really build like stuff like, like humans are really capable of building like canals and like stuff like that that basically half travel times for a cargo ship. Blows you my know? mind. That's so impressive. Blows my mind. It's crazy. Blows my it mind so to crazy. think that you can go through the Panama Canal and the alternative is going all the way around South Africa. South America, JK, not South Africa. South America, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah like yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's the alternative. And they did that yes. for a long freaking time. So yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, they got it they got it unstuck. They got it unstuck. They got it, it took them five days. Took them five days, unstuck. but they got did you see the the pictures at first? It was like this gigantic boat, obviously the size of the Empire State Building. And they had <laughs> yeah. and I, surely they had more. But they had one bulldozer looking like it was yes. big, and they're like, "Yo, um, I'm not." People were like, "I'm not an engineer or anything." So this, you know, but not for nothing. Uh, maybe maybe we could yeah. get two or three more in there. Like, come on. Yeah. So I was uh, I was chilling on Reddit, and uh, there the pictures of the workers that got the boat out of like unstuck was like on Reddit. It was like the top like top trending thing on Reddit for like a couple days, and around they got a home into a boat. So. Nice. They have people got their freaking face out there. So shout, shout out, them. shout out. Yeah, it was it was like a ton of tugboats and a ton of like underwater yep. tug things that I I know nothing about. Allegedly I, to keep either. it allegedly <laughs> to keep it from like getting stuck again once they got it unstuck. But that is yeah. so wild that a us as people know how to build a boat that big and it just doesn't sink. I I, I, I Walker. It blows my mind <laughs> that boats don't sink. Like engineering, I, I, talk about a whoa moment. <laughs> but you're like, I'm sitting on this couch right now, and I'm like, they built a boat literally the length of the Empire State Building, 
and it doesn't just rocket straight to the bottom of the ocean. And it's huge. It is huge. And they're able to like, put it is stuff huge. on it. Yeah. They built it Tons that big, stuff. plus it's able to like carry its weight in cargo. I wish I could remember how many tons it was, but I read it and I was like, oh my gosh. That it was is like gigantic. And, and it wasn't it was gigantic, but it wasn't like a hundred percent of its capacity either. Which blows exactly. my mind. So yeah. But yeah, got unstuck. Uh did you see those pictures of like all of the, the boats waiting for it to to get unstuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fat line. What yeah. freak what movie was it for? It was like um Troy. Did you ever watch the movie Troy with uh yes. um Yes, it was like that Brad yeah. Pitt in it? Yeah. And it just the 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 uh video pans up and it's just boats as far as the eye can everywhere. see everywhere that's exactly <laughs> what it looked like it was just car- cargo yeah. boats just waiting to yeah. get through apparently it takes like 16 hours for a boat to get through so mm-hmm. yeah exactly wild but crazy all right so after suez canal topics we have some big news in the b-ball world. Apparently, I broke the news to Walker, which blows my... The fact that... Is this what it feels like? <laughs> uh, have you ever watched the movie uh, National Treasure? Yeah. You know when Riley's yeah. like, "What? wait a second. They're in like the, the store, and he's like, wait a second. Is this what it feels like to be you all the time? Let me just take a yeah. second. Just bathe in this for a second. <laughs> take it in. Wow. <laughs> so I broke basketball news to Walker. Apparently, he wasn't on Twitter today, so that's the only reason... Uh, I got past it, and I know zero details about it. But uh, Roy Williams, coach of North Carolina University, if I'm correct, because I know there's NC State, and it's definitely not that. It's a completely different school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, North yeah, Car- it's the UNC. Tar Heels. It's, yeah, Tar Heels. Tar Heels. Is, is that like an Indian thing? I'm not really sure. I don't know what that means. Not a clue. Hey, if it is, we I disavow. If it's if it's okay, racist, right. we disagree. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, us. Yeah. Um, but Roy <laughs> Williams, uh, apparently long term coach, longtime coach of uh the North Carolina Tar Heels, has uh, elected to retire from being yes. a, a uh, collegiate basketball coach. Yep. Wild. Wild. It it's crazy to me because it honestly, was crazy really to you. Up. You were very crazy. You were like, What? <laughs> he did? I don't really I I don't follow college basketball like that, but I still, I still know enough. I feel like I know enough of like college basketball history. But Roy Williams is like significantly important to college basketball, right? And and he's, I don't know how many championship teams he's had, but he's had a lot, a lot, a lot of number one recruiting classes the yeah. past couple seasons. He hasn't had very good recruiting classes, but he old. is like a legendary. He's a legendary coach, and honestly, good for him for retiring. He gets to chill out now. Um, I wonder what he'll do after this. Maybe he'll just be eating bonbons on the beach or something like that. I'm not sure. He'll coach an AU but, team. AU team <laughs> just just as his retirement. Just to chill. That's, that's, yeah, that's what he does. Chill. He's like it's not as uh, yeah. not as taxing, but the the grind never stops. So yeah, I feel like and I feel like him retiring is a bigger story of where college basketball I think is going and yeah. ba- I think in sports in general is that everybody's become so talented now, and everybody and I feel like with kids my age yeah they're all my age pretty much kids my age they kind of look at like the blue buds kind of different so blue buds are like duke kentucky kansas north carolina syracuse um they look at those schools and it's just kind of like eh, like i get it but like i kind of want to make my own wave you know so then so that's why like memphis is getting good baylor's randomly gotten good texas tech you know schools like that it's like the thing is is at least, even my, I say my generation, like we're not only like four or five years older, 
or five years apart. But you know, yeah, Duke was kind of dominant. I can't I can't remember the last time they won a uh, NCAA tournament. Obviously, I think it was twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. So, but I mean, those teams. It's not like it was one of those four or five teams winning every single year. Like, yeah, there yeah. were plenty of years when you know, like. It's just completely random teams would win and uh, other teams would be dominant. So, like, yeah, um, like I knew about those teams growing up, but it was never really um, like a give me. It's not like how Alabama yeah. and the SEC is. It's not like how foot, college football is right now where you know there's there's one of four teams that you could put your money on right now in April. Mm-hmm. Shout out April 1st. You could put your money yes, on right now. You could put a hundred dollars <laughs> down on one of four teams, and you would have a fairly decent. And shot you're making, at it. and you're making money. You're making money. You are, you're making money. So, and that's not how. And like you said, it's college basketball. It's a little bit different. And like in the NBA, you're starting to see it that guys are taking un, quote unquote unconventional, yeah, untraditional routes or unconventional, however you want to put it. And they still get to the NBA. They still get to top level. So why? There, that's why some kids just don't go to college and play basketball. They just go overseas. Like, yeah. it's, it's I feel like it's all just the bigger. It's it's just I feel like now there's well, going to be a couple of coaches, legendary coaches like Coach K. I feel yeah. like he's going to be retiring soon, and Jim Boheim in Syracuse, he's going to be retiring yeah. soon. I guarantee it. So well, I mean, with the one and done rule, it's like you got these guys. If you're uh, an electric talent, you're going to be at that school mm-hmm. for one season. So yeah. the coach better be really it. not even one season. It's really going to be like eight, nine months. And the second that season's done, you're out of there. You're oh, gone. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah. You are taking the most bogus of bogus classes and you might not even show <laughs> up. You will do the bare yeah, exactly. minimum you have to do. And then, you know, you're going to the draft. So it's not like you got people that are, you, you don't have players that are going to be hanging out for four, sometimes five seasons, um, mm-hmm. you know, playing ball. So. I don't know. It's a it's a different uh, it's a different era. Speaking of which, we didn't talk about this, you know, as we were prepping the show. But uh, March Madness kind of coming down to the end. Who, it is. Who, who it you is got? The end. Who you got? Um, honestly, if Walker Kirk had I, to put his money where his where his mouth is right now, who you got? It, am I going to be cliche and just say Gonzaga? Because it is Gonzaga, isn't it? It's it Gonzaga. Is. I was going to say it, it really it's is. Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, it they, just is. They've been the Jaylen one one pick. The whole yeah. time, and they they haven't done and anything to showing us otherwise. They they're just steamrolling everybody, and I feel like my I've been so I watch a lot of I keep up with NBA prospects, like players that are going to be in the NBA, right. and they're either going to be good or they'll be bad or whatever. Gonzaga has a few players that will be in the NBA, and I I've enjoyed watching Gonzaga over the whole season, especially Jalen Suggs. He is incredible. It's incredible. He's going to be like fourth or fifth pick in the NBA draft during the summer. Which I do look forward to every year. Nice, um, but Gonzaga should should we do a live good. stream of the the NBA draft? Oh, dude, I'd love to. That would be amazing. Right, I man. love the draft. That's one of my favorite days of the year. Is we'll, the NBA draft. We'll we'll come over to my house or your house or wherever. We'll suit up and we'll do a we'll do a live <laughs> stream of the the NBA draft. I have some scouting reports for you. Oh, it's gonna be electric. All right, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, it's going to be Gonzaga. Did you watch the uh, Bama-UCLA game? I watched the highlights, and I watched the, like a little condensed version of it, yeah. which is, like I guess, longer than highlights. And uh, I, was, I wasn't I was really moved by 
Alabama had a good run. I'll say it, that. It Alabama was, had a really good run. They had a really good run. It was the first game I had watched because I was just kind of like chilling. I was like, hey, let's watch some March Madness. Yeah, yeah. So I popped it on. I was like, okay, Bama, UCLA. I was like, all right, all right. And uh, mm-hmm. it just started coming down to the wire, and then Bama hit that yeah. uh, last-minute buzzer that, shot. That crazy, to put it yeah, in that OT. Shot, yeah. It was bananas that UCLA <laughs> won. So, you know. Yeah. Good, so I said it was a good, good run, for non-Alabama like, fans. Honestly, like, if I was an Alabama player, obviously my heart would be broken, but it's like you did everything you could, man. Oh, like, you, you really, You really did everything. Every you did single everything thing. you could. Every single thing that you could yeah. do, you did it. So, all right. Yeah. Moving on, talking a little F1. First race of you the know, season, Walker, let us have it. I was very – okay, so me and Josh are very big F1 fans. Uh, I got Hey, I we, was fortunate enough to watch qualifying, Electric Factory, and then great. Uh, uh, I was fortunate to watch the first, I think, five or ten laps. And, well, mm-hmm. I watched the beginning. I was I was supposed to be able to watch the first ten laps, but yeah, yeah. as Walker's going to tell you in a second, it, it kind of got steam uh, pushed to the side, so. You know, you know, th- things happen. Things happen. But anyways, so I'll just go Not like this. through Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. I'm just going to go through Saturday and Sunday real quick. Um, the two top teams, Red Bull and Mercedes, um, basically battling for the championship this season. It's never been closer. It hasn't been closer for the, like the past eight, nine seasons, basically. Um, Mercedes always wins is what the usually what the story is. Um, but yes, but on Saturday, um, Red Bull got number one in qualifying. That means they get to start the race. At number one, that was um, wild too. The fact it was that, it was amazing. The fact that Max Verstappen got it. Yeah, it, oh, I was watching it, and it was it was like last minute too, if I'm correct. It yes. was like last yeah, it minute. Was he last, was one of the last, last guys last. to to pull across the line, and it was yep. like, oh my gosh, he got the pull. Yeah, position. I was, I screamed. I, I literally screamed. It was great. Um, I would get more technical into it, but like obviously, I don't want to scare anybody off right, because right, like right. F one is very very. Technical. This is F one abbreviated for everyone, so yes, we watch it so you don't have to, but you should exactly. watch it because it's super <laughs> it's super electric. Um, but then Sunday, um, into the actual race, um, they're racing in Bahrain, which is a place in, right next to Qatar. It's like an island, and it's very sandy, and it's in the middle of a desert. Anyways, so uh, during the race. Um, first lap, one of the racers or one of the drivers, basically his car breaks down. So they have to do another formation lap. So they have to, they basically take off another lap. Um, so before the race, they, they line up on the grid. They start from a standstill. It's not like NASCAR where they they have a couple laps to start and then they let it rip. They line up on this grid and then they do one formation lap, kind of get everything warm. And one of the cars uh, it didn't break down, it was a Red but Bull. it was it was a Red Bull. It didn't. So the guy that's on the pole position is a Red Bull. His teammate. Every team has two two cars, and his yes. teammate uh, had some Sergio Perez. Be, some wild technical difficulties. So yeah, he yeah. had to start. From it was the like pit his battery, like the battery, like the like the battery broke down or something like that. It, it was something crazy. So he had to start from pit lane, which was wild. So they had to take another um formation lap so the race started i guess two laps lower than what it should have or what is yeah, yeah. You know, what it's marked as so mm-hmm. that was wild and then first lap what halfway through if that wreck yeah yeah there was a fat wreck yeah huge wreck. fat wreck so who who got in the wreck again it was a massive penny he, he drives for haas he's a russian yeah so it was uh it, it was it was rough the first race, it, it the very, 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 very slow start to this race. 
Yeah, it so. was super. It was kind of boring at first, but it picked up very quick. I don't. Really I don't quickly. know if it was boring per se. It was just a lot of a ton of drama, and you were just like, "All right, yeah. I want to see how this drama actually plays out." So, yeah, and then basically, I'll skip all the way to the end. Um, last, I don't actually. I'm not going to skip all the way to the end. So I'm going to go to the middle. There is so Red Bulls up front the whole entire time basically and then the mercedes who is in number two who's in the second spot second spot they did an undercut an undercut is basically you go into the pit lane early and you get fresher tires so you can catch up to number one because as tires get older or obviously you get worse and you don't have as much grip right um mercedes does an undercut um and red usually whenever an undercut happens the team ahead of them is like scrambling to get into the pit lane like they enter like box 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 or pit lane pit lane pit, pit lane whatever go into the pit whatever red bull decided not to go into the pit lane and they gambled and basically decided to see how far ahead uh max for stopping could get um and they played it wrong Ooh. so so three laps later, um, Verstappen goes into the pit lane, and Mercedes is number one, and then Verstappen comes out, and he's number two now. Big um, Yeah, I know, right? So basically, Hamilton gets the tires that last longest, and then Verstappen gets the tires that are like the mid-level. Like they, he gets the me- he gets the medium tire. Right. Um, In F one, you had there's like five different tire types. You have to use at least two different tire. There's a there's. I didn't. I didn't know if I should say all that. I didn't know if I should say. It's it's a lot. There's (laughs) there's some that are harder, some that are softer, some that are meant for rain. And the rain when you when it's raining, I I think that's the only time that you don't have to like use multiple tire types, obviously, because it's rain. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, essentially, for when Verstappen gets out of the pit lane and he's number two. Everybody's literally just waiting for like the last six laps of the race. Um, and for the last six laps, basically, there's there's a battle of Mercedes trying to make sure his tires don't like basically blow up and wear down. Yeah. And Verstappen trying to catch up but not use all of his tire tread. So when he gets to Mercedes, he can overtake him. It was freaking, it was incredible. That's yeah, I, I couldn't super, take my off screen. That's the super exciting thing about F1 is, like, it's kind of comparable to how the last, like, 10 laps of a race in NASCAR, you're watching, you're like, is there going to be a wreck? Is there going to be a wreck? Is there going to be a wreck? Because it's like the last 10 laps is when people start to get really, really chancy and really, really bold because they're like, I have to make my move now or it's never. And that's how it is kind yeah. of with F1, only it's, it's like sitting on pins and needles because they're pushing – all out like those last six or seven laps and you're like is their car gonna hold up yeah like because it's so wild to think that it's it's by design because i've heard pirelli the the tire manufacturer said if they wanted to they can make tire like they can make a tire compound that the cars could run on all season long and it would be fine yeah world class so it it, it is manufactured in a very specific way that the harder you race the tires the, the quicker they degrade and the, the faster yes. they can just pop, pop, and you're out of the race. Yes. So it is, yes. it, to think about that in the back of your, it, it's like, it's like those games that you used to play as a kid, like those little, I don't, I don't know if they're board games or whatnot, but you'd like set a timer and you got to like fit all the pieces into a, into a jigsaw puzzle or else it'll pop up. So it's like that. Yeah. You just don't know when the timer's going to go off and you hope it does. But you just got to keep on going for as long as you can. Exactly. But to end it off, basically last so the second to last lap, the penultimate lap, um, Verstappen catches up to Hamilton, 
um, and he overtakes him. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But he did an illegal move to overtake him. He went. So it was turn four. Um, turn four is a basically a hard left that goes into a hard right, and that's turn five. He went over the lines. Like, he kind of cut. He kind of cut the corner yeah. a little bit. Te- he technically cut the corner, and he had to give his position back. So for the last, basically, lap and a half of the Grand Prix, he was scrambling to catch back up to Hamilton, and, like, he just couldn't do it. And it was a master class from, honestly, from Verstappen to even catch up to him in the first place and still yeah. have all the tread left in his tires. But it was more of a master class in defensive driving from Lewis Hamilton to keep Verstappen, who was honestly the better driver. I want to say he was a better driver during the whole entire race. Right. Um, it, it came down more to strategy for Mercedes to win. But it was a match class from Lewis Hamilton to, to be defensive and make sure that Verstappen did not get to overtake him. It was truly great. If you have the opportunity, if you have like ESPN or like if you're able to even watch the highlights of this race, please, 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 please watch it. And you'll be I think you'll like F1 even a little bit more, more than you did before you watched it. It, it was is. really good. And the thing about it is the races are only like an hour long. So it's yeah. it's action the entire time. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing. It's action the entire, especially yeah. with like qualifying, qualifying. The sections are, are what, like 10 or 15 minutes long. Yeah, they do three yeah, qualifying quick, sections, quick. and you have to do your lap. And they have like all of the the race cars that are uh, you know eligible to qualify on the track. Basically, at the same, they have access to the track all at the same time. So it's like mm-hmm. it, it is wild. It's wild. Anyways, it's, moving I, on. Yeah, I love it. Move, yeah. Hey, go check out F one. <laughs> moving on from F one, go watch Drive to Survive. That's how I got into it. I'm yes, sure Walker yes. was into it before me. All right. Um, what what else were we going to talk about? So we did F one. Oh, we, um. What else was it? We'll cut this part out. Um, here, let me go back on the text message. I was here. about to say. So we did Suez Canal. We did. Um, oh, baseball, baseball, baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. Opening day. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Moving on from F one. We love F one. Go check it out. Um, Walker, opening day of baseball. I like baseball. I know you kind of like baseball. We both don't really know m- much about it, so we're gonna we're this is gonna be just a complete like mouth vomit, like word vomit rather of yeah. all that we know about baseball. It's opening day. Uh, it was Yankees versus Blue Jays was like the very first first pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got to listen to it at my desk. I don't think. Oh, my, that's fine. I don't think my bosses were uh, <laughs> paying attention, so that, I got I put it on the the earphone. So that that was exciting. Um, a lot of games today. Fans actually in the stadiums. Yeah, I know that's great to see. Even well, in New York, I was like, I was happy yeah, to see it was in New York that they have fans too. It, it's wild because some they obviously fans in the stands. Some in New York. Uh, some games. What game was it? I want to say it was a Cubs game. I, I want to say there was a game in Chicago that um, it was snowing Oh, on opening day. Wild. I know two or three of the games got canceled due to COVID or other reasons, but uh, wild, wild uh, first day. Wild first pitch. Honestly, Josh, do you want to make a pledge to actually try to watch a little bit of Major League Baseball this year? I'm down. I try, I try to make that pledge every single year. I try to sit down and be like, yo, me I'm, too. <laughs> I'm like, and it's like opening day. I'm like, all right, this is the season I watch baseball and it's just 162 games per team. 
is a lot of mm. baseball to watch. That's but, a lot of daggum days in a row. But it also means that it's like if you ever want to like just turn on the TV, the odds of like a, a legit game being on is super high unless it's like All Star break. So yeah, there there is that. Um, I was watching the Dodgers earlier. They were looking trash, so I don't, I don't know how good they're gonna do. Um, but let's just make wild predictions from two guys that don't know anything about baseball. Who do you think um, is going to win the World Series? Daggummit, the Atlanta Braves, they made it to the NLCS last year. They're they're going all the way this year. Okay. I think the New York <laughs> Mets are going to make the oh, run okay. this year. They, they, they're under new ownership. They uh, signed, some cool, yeah, they signed some cool people. Yeah, they're under new ownership. Uh, I, I, think, I think they might be able to do it. The the other New York team, I think it's going to be great. We'll keep our eyes peeled. We will report back. Honestly, I used to be like baseball was the first sport I learned how to play, and I used to be mad into baseball, like a, like super into baseball. But yeah. now I don't care. So. It's it is my dad's favorite sport. He he loves it more than most mm-hmm. things. He uh, has seen a game in every single active major league stadium he, he did so much so that he watched a game in turner field what? oh yeah have i not told you this no you never told me that yeah, that's crazy he, that's him amazing. and uh, that's amazing. Him, him and one buddy from work started going on these trips and they added some guys later on but him and this one guy had seen a game in every single stadium uh east that's coast west great. coast canada u.s um so Whoa, much so that they amazing. went to turner yeah. field like at the beginning and then um Turner Field got changed into whatever field it is now. Like they built a new stadium. And yeah, it's like Sun Sun Trust Park. It I used to be Sun Trust Park. Park. I think it's just like Trust Park now. Not. Oh, okay, it's, okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> they went on their way back. It was like the last field that they they did. They went on a, a trip. They went down to Miami since like they tried to do them in like batches of area. So they'd go to like up to yeah, the northeast, yeah. the the west coast you know, the the southeast or whatever. And uh, since there's really only like two or three in Florida, they they hit up those. They went on a week-long cruise, and then on their way back, they pulled through uh, ATL and went to a game. Dude, so, that sounds freaking great, man. It is that great. That sounds great. So we uh, they they started out, we went to uh, Cincinnati. That was like their, their team. So we went to a game, a couple games in Cincinnati. Then we went up to uh, Cleveland. Saw a game on Fourth of July in Cleveland a couple years back, and then went to Detroit. Saw a game in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty neat. And then afterwards, they were like, "This is really fun, but our families are kind of a, a drag, so we'll dump them and uh, we'll keep this rolling." So it is what I, it is. I know exactly what they mean. I know exactly. Hey, what they mean. I get it. I would not want to take you know five other people, six other people. Absolutely not. Don't really care. Uh, no. And and they yeah, were finally no able to. Uh, my dad's a very frugal person, so the fact that he was able to cut loose and uh, travel yeah. and like kind of eat where he wanted to and go where he wanted to and do, they would get to the stadiums like legit two hours early, and they would like go on a tour if their Whoa, tour was available. Just, yeah, yeah. They would eat all the concessions, food. They they did it up. They should have had a cameraman there. They could have made it a YouTube. Honestly, series. they should have. Hey, go to entertainment. Dude, that's probably. Dad, if you're listening, go to, when go to yeah. entertainment kicks off, we're gonna send <laughs> Walker with you guys. You're gonna do. You're gonna run it back. <laughs> And go. I'll I'll actually get into baseball too, and I'll I'll, I'll make conversation. I won't just sit there. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I won't just sit there and look at you guys. Oh my god! Like oh oh, he can hit the ball. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> just, all right, all right, all right. All right, Walker. So uh, I guess anything else you got on that? 
Honestly, no. I'm good. All right. Bet, bet, bet. <laughs> I don't all right, last thing, uh, kind of just like a, uh, I don't want to say palate cleanser because it's been a pretty, pretty chill episode. Just a funny. This is a, a very non-political but hilarious, not hilarious politics story. So mm. Joe Biden's dogs. He has two dogs, Major and Champ, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, Major, German Shepherds, or uh, um, Malinois. I don't know which. I think it's German Shepherds. Oh wow. Um, so <laughs> can be aggressive dogs, you know, it's all about the owner, Maybe. but yeah, can be aggressive yeah, dogs. Yeah. Earlier in the year, Major had an incident where he, uh, he, he nipped at, uh, you know, one of the security guards, one of the secret service agents in, in the white house. Hey, back up, man. Hey, back up, man. Get my dad out of the space. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> he, he is, that's kind of frowned upon. So they, they made a, a little bit, a little bit, just a shade. Uh, so they made a press release. They're like, Hey, yeah, major's going on a, uh, pre-scheduled visit. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's going to Delaware with, uh, with <laughs> the president's wife, Joe Biden. And, uh, he, he just got back. Both of them just got back and, uh, champ laid a deuce apparently somewhere in the white house. The other dog laid a, laid a, a poop somewhere in the white house yeah big a, one again not <laughs> slightly frowned upon and then uh major another incident of biting in a in a wild turn of events a dog that is known for biting people bit somebody else so um <laughs> you shout out to all the people that are having to get bit yeah um uh, you know say whatever you want about the the current administration you know we're not talking about that these the <laughs> you would think that a man of joe biden's status and money he would know yes. one or two people. He'd be like, "Hey, man, you like train German that's, shepherds for the that's military?" That's literally what. That is literally what we were talking about. Like, I why are your dogs not trained? And you're the president. Like, bro, and you're a yeah. Two weeks. I'm I'm sure you give them to any trainer in the military. Military, not military. It doesn't matter. I'm sure a yeah. celebrity. You get a celebrity sh- show a celebrity host, trainer. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> they can't be biting yeah, people, man. Get it done. Get it done, get man. Get it done. Oh, wild, <laughs> wild turn of events. So, uh, just just a funny non-political politics moment. Uh, yeah, because we don't really talk about politics, <laughs> but we can't ignore the political sphere. I don't think. Yeah, so. yeah. But all righty, Walker. Funny. This has been a fun episode. This has been pretty. Chill. That was fun. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed it. All right, player. You got anything else you want to drop? Drop on the people. Um. Not really. Uh, I was going to talk about Batman for a little second, but honestly, I'll talk about when it comes out. Just know that I'm a very big nerd, and I'm extremely oh, excited for we'll, Robert we'll, Pattinson as Batman. We'll do a full episode about it. I, th- I think it's going to be electric. I remember when I first heard about Pattinson being um, uh, Batman, I was like, oh, the guy from Twilight. But I think apparently that was like the reaction when a lot of people not uh, t- from Twilight because he wasn't in Twilight. But uh, mm-hmm. when people when uh, Heath Ledger got cast as joker they're like i don't know about yeah that. exactly um yeah and he ended up being not just the best joker but one of the best he i like best ended antagonist up being in movies ever one of the best characters like yeah personified ever um so ever. hopefully you know pattinson keeps that up i love um ben affleck to death he is one of my favorite actors yeah the worst maybe he's maybe north of george clooney i'll say he's north of george clooney but that might be a fight that might be like oh yeah it's a fight it's tight tight. (laughs) so uh we'll we'll see we'll we'll chop it up uh, about that moving forward so uh, yes sir all right everybody um thanks again for listening again 
this is my little panhandling segment where I have to, to <laughs> beg you guys to do stuff. Go leave a review, a uh, five-star review. We'll, we'll read it on the show if it's not racist or, you know, mean or anything. Um, <laughs> you can, hey, you can trash me. I will def- I will still read it on the show. So what, whatever, whatever I'll happens. Take, I'll take whatever, I'll take whatever you guys give me. I All guess. right. So, hey, Nick, Nick will take it too. <laughs> so, you, I mean, you can trash on us. We don't care. Just as long as you leave a five-star review. Subscribe. Yeah, five stars. That's all yeah. I care about. Yeah. So subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. <laughs> yeah, helps the algorithm allegedly. Um, yeah, tell your friends. Post about us. Shout out to yeah. uh, one of our newest listeners, Bree. She posted about us uh, being her favorite podcast. Hey yo, hey yo! If you listen this far, <laughs> shout out. Uh, yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, that has been another episode of the Go to Entertainment Podcast, the Young Podcast. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. This has been Walker Kurt. And as always, thanks for listening.